0: You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number 35. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about all the steps that I took to starting this podcast. So if ever starting a podcast with something that you are interested in, if it's something that has ever crossed your mind and something you think you're going to do in the future, something you want to do soon, any and all things are welcome, or if you have no desire to start a podcast at all, but you like to just be aware of new things, then this episode is for you. I'm going to be listing out all the different steps that I took, the things that I kind of learned and didn't like along the way, decisions I've made, programs I use, all that good stuff. I just want to be really transparent with you guys and just show you all the steps, all the goods, so that you can learn from my mistakes and uh, take what I've done and what I liked and what worked for me and do it for yourself. And so you can start growing a podcast of your own if you desire. So it's going to be a good one and I hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, let's dive on in. Hey, my name is Sarah and I'm a Western photographer, a business educator, and a marketing nerd. But most of my friends just know me as the crazy horse girl. My journey started when I bought my $800 horse at 14 and that manifested into a business that changed my life. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur and I have made it my mission to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so they can live that small town dream life that they desire while achieving goals bigger than they ever could have imagined. Around here, we cover all things marketing, social media, branding, content creation, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. If you're ready to get to work, learn how to uplevel your business and your life and get a little rowdy too, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Let me guess, you are exhausted from having to type out the exact same emails over and over again every time a new client reaches out. You want to have this incredible experience and have your personality shine through your words, but answering all the same questions over and over again can be totally draining. And that's why I created a brand new freebie, Just For You, babe, a guide of email templates specifically for photographers, but honestly, they're helpful for just about any kind of business. In the guide, you will get five of the most important emails that every single photographer should have in their back pocket. From what to say in your first initial email to how to respond when someone has ghosted you and more. The templates are fill in the blank and completely customizable. If you struggle with what to say to your clients or you just want something to copy and paste next time a new inquiry rolls in, then this freebie is for you. To get your hands on the guide, just head to sarahelrod.com slash email templates. Again, that is sarahelrod.com slash email templates. All right, now back to the show. Okay, so I want to really start off by breaking down like kind of when I got the whole idea of starting a podcast and how that all turned into be what it is today. So the end of 2019 was when I really, really got the idea to start a podcast. And I have been Thinking about it. I had been thinking about starting a podcast for like a whole year, Uh, what I would call it, what the purpose of that podcast would be. I debated on making it just a photography podcast, but I knew that if I focused only on photography that would be really limiting to growth and potential possibilities down the road. So I didn't want to just like super niche it down to where like the name and everything of it was specific, so specific to photography that I couldn't talk about anything else ever. So I didn't want to go that route. So I kind of just did a lot of brain dumping. I had to also really think hard about how I was going to blend Western lifestyle and business together all in one brand because those are just huge rep representations of me and my life and kind of where I see my business going. And I think it was probably in September or August, somewhere around there, when I had first told Tyler, my fiance, that I was going to start a podcast, and I pitched it to him, totally looking for some affirmations that I wasn't completely insane for having this idea, and he was immediately on board right away, and we started talking about names, what I would call it, what it would be about, and I had already kind of started making a list of names on my phone to throw out to him. So I read off a bunch of them with um, different combinations and different words, and when When I read off Branded Cowgirl, he stopped and said, yes, that one, do that one. And I kind of just lit up like, oh, he's like super excited about that name. And I honestly don't really remember how or why I came up specifically with those two words or like that that exact name because I had like similar variations of name ideas that kind of had the same concept. But that particular one just stood out to both of us and the way that he had justified the name to me is what really sold me on it because to me, it was just I threw two words together. But the way Tyler explained it almost made it like that much better. And the way he said it was that it's almost like a play on words. So branded cowgirl because branded is kind of two different things. So branding and business. I help people create brands and build brands. And I love branding in in all business aspects of everything but also branding is like a pretty big thing in the western industry and western community it's obviously something you do on ranches and all that kind of that whole other part of our lives and so i thought that was really cool that i could like bring those two together and then cowgirl i think is like pretty straightforward yeah so i just really liked how he like put that together And so then once that idea hit and I was like, okay, Branded Cowgirl Podcast. And I'm notorious for being really bad about naming things like I will name something and then like a week later think it's super cheesy and want to change it. I had to tell myself I really had to just like think about it for a few months and like really, really commit to that name idea because I didn't want to change it or like hate it, you know, a few months down the road. But I really have liked where. It has gone, and I love the whole thing behind it, and so I'm super happy with the name Branded Cowgirl Podcast. So the next thing I'm going to talk about are the steps that I took to starting my podcast personally. Again, this isn't necessarily down to a science. Um, I figured this out all on my own and so obviously other people, other podcasters might have different ways of doing this, but this is just what I have figured out in my own personal experience. So the first thing that I did once I had the name and idea was I immediately created an Instagram with that name to make sure that no one else had it before I had even started recording. Anything or doing anything. I just wanted to make sure that that name wasn't taken. So I made an Instagram and then I just started listening to a lot of different types of podcasts and I took notes on the things that I liked and things that I didn't like. And I did my research on equipment and things that I wanted to use. And I, because I really wanted to make sure, like from the beginning, I was investing in a good quality microphone. I didn't want to, you know, and I, I don't think that's like a have to, you know, I. I've heard of people starting with just their their iPhone headphones and recording that way and honestly the quality really isn't that bad but I decided that I wanted to invest in a good microphone and a good quality recording system and all that so um, I did research on that um, honestly I just got my microphone off of Amazon so I know there's a brand called Blue Yeti and they have a few different tiers of microphones that are like super highly recommended um, and I actually might be getting one of those in the New near- future to have two microphones because they're a little more portable the one that I ended up buying is it attaches to like the side of my desk but it also comes with a I'm not entirely sure what it's called but like a pop I think it's like a pop diffuser or something like that so it's like a thing that goes in front of the microphone that's supposed to kind of make your voice sound a little bit better I guess I don't really know anyways so I got that so it kind of permanently stays at my desk I've been really happy with the quality of the audio and honestly I know a ton of podcasters record in their closets I tried that once and it is just not my thing I wanted to record sitting at my desk I don't want to record having to sit in a corner of my closet on my laptop and I really like doing it on my big desktop Mac computer versus my laptop and so I just decided that this is where I was going to do it and I've kind of listened back to some of my episodes and like I might hear a little bit of an echo but I don't know maybe you guys hear it differently but it doesn't really sound echoey to me so I've just kept doing it this way (laughs) and I think it's been okay so that is what I have for this and if you guys are interested in actually getting the links to the microphone that I have I will link it in the show notes for this episode um so if you want to purchase the one that i have and i'll also link the blue yeti one that i'm talking about as well i also looked into hiring a podcast editor from the beginning but i did decide to hold off until i had a better understanding of how this all works i'm the type of person that really wants to like be hands on and have a general idea of how every single thing in my business works before i hand it off to somebody else because it, i'm just a little bit of a control freak in that way um I'm very hands-on. I just like to know systems before somebody else does. From that point, once I decided that I'd just hold off on the editor, then I decided to look into editing software and decided that it's pretty easy to just edit a podcast on GarageBand. So there's all kinds of uh, podcasts, like things that you can use. You can buy programs, you can download different things online, but, or you can pay for like a monthly service to, to edit your podcast on. Honestly, I just did a YouTube video of how to do it on GarageBand and it was super easy and I'll try to find that exact YouTube video that made it super easy to understand and I'll link that as well in the blog show notes. So if you want to check that out then make sure you go and do that. I just edit my podcast episodes on GarageBand and it comes free with Mac computers and it's really easy once you get the hang of it. It was a little intimidating at first because I just had no idea what I was doing but like I said this video helped me a ton on so it's been really easy from there okay so the next thing I'll talk about is recording for the very first time the content you know planning ahead of time has been really interesting process for me I have always tried to plan my content ahead of time but this has really pushed me to seriously plan ahead of time so I can get everything scheduled because my podcast is one of my main sources of content that I put out and then my blog is kind of um, alongside that as well as the YouTube channel I actually video record all the episodes that I am well I won't say all in the beginning I did not do that but I video record me talking so if you want to watch the talking version and actually watch a video of me saying this you know this is gonna be all on my YouTube channel but I had planned out my entire first quarter of the year so I knew exactly what content was going to be posted when and what a you know kind of a bigger concept of what the podcast was going to support and if I had any launches that I was doing then the podcast episodes would kind of support that I made a huge dump list of content ideas and then I went back and kind of categorized them and then I had to find the program that was going to allow me to actually host a podcast. So that's how you're going to get it onto things like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, all the different like listening programs that you can do. So the very first one that I was going to start out on is called Anchor and I would actually really recommend it to anybody wanting to start a podcast because it's 100% free and it's super easy to use and I thought it was absolutely great. I used it before the podcast even launched. That was how I was planning to do everything and it was really great but the more I started to learn about it before my actual launch day happened in January, I realized that what my end goal was wasn't going to be suitable for Anchor and what I wanted to be able to do. So a big thing for me was I wanted to be able to embed my podcast episodes into my blog post for the show notes so that people if they aren't listening on spotify or apple music or apple Podcasts, they can still listen to it on my show notes blog page and so the way that i figured out i could do that is through a website called libsyn or libsyn and i'll link anchor and i'll link That lives in in uh, the show notes as well. So you can see that. But if you're ever on one of my blog posts for my one of my podcast episodes, then you'll see there's like a little bar that you can actually hit play and listen to this episode. That has been that was like a game changer for me because I knew I wanted to be able to do that and I didn't figure out how to do that on Anchor. So um, I pay about $15 per month right now. Um, I did have to actually upgrade. So I was on a cheaper version, but then I was using more storage. So I upgraded to a $15 version and then there's more versions after that that are more expensive. So it does limit you to a certain amount of storage per month, but it's been okay for the two episodes a week that I've been doing um, for about the length that they are. So um, it hasn't been too much of a problem, but I'm super happy with In It's been awesome. I think it's a really great program and it has a lot of capabilities for tracking analytics and all that good stuff as well. If you are wanting a free version just to get yourself started, then I highly, highly would recommend Anchor. Anchor was, like I said, a lot more user friendly, but Livazin has just a lot more professional capabilities and I really wanted to start off the right way. So, kind of jumping into the actual recording now, the first episode that I recorded, uh, episode number one of the Branded Calgo podcast, I think. I, think I re-recorded it probably ten times. No joke. I hated the way I sounded, or I would just start rambling and I'd forget what I said, and it just felt really blah and like not what I wanted it to be. So I went back to the drawing board and I made a script for me to follow. And as long as I stuck to it and didn't go on too many tangents, then it it worked out. Um, but I literally had to record my first episode again the night before the podcast launched because of a copyright issue. So what I have found is that music is really hard to get onto a podcast episode unless you go through the artist itself and pay for the music rights. There's probably maybe an easier way, but I had a song that I was using for my introduction song in the beginning, and I seriously... I like had it. I had a whole introduction recorded. I thought everything sounded good. And then I went to go post it, and it like took my podcast off all the platforms. And I had to be in like all this communication with Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Lives in and all these different companies to try to get it back up and fighting like this copyright issue. And it was just super frustrating. So I decided I just wasn't going to have an introduction song. That was like a little bit me being the perfectionist that I am. That was kind of frustrating because. I just really wanted it to sound perfect right from the beginning and that was also why I re-recorded the dang thing 20,000 times because I was just really struggling with the fact that it didn't sound absolutely perfect and how I wanted it to. I wanted it to sound really professional and good quality and everything to be just the way I wanted it, but I'm realizing that done is better than perfect even in this season. That's something I preach to people all the time, but it was so true with me and this dang podcast so just decided to air it and my first episode is definitely not my favorite. I think I think I sound really weird and awkward and just Different, And I've definitely gotten more comfortable talking to myself. That was kind of a hard struggle for me is trying to read off of notes because I I definitely need talking points. So I make notes for whatever topic we're covering that day so that I can get everything out that I need to get out. Because if I just try to do it off the top of my head, then we'll probably go on 5000 tangents and I'll never actually say the things that I want to say. But I try to have talking points, but I try not to read so much off of something directly because I don't want it to sound super like boring and that I'm just reading something either. So it's been kind of a transition. Some podcast episodes I've done more of a just reading thing. Some have been just way more candid. But every single day I definitely feel myself getting better at it. I'm way more comfortable talking to myself into this microphone. Now, there was also kind of this weird hump of It's just kind of awkward going into something yourself, like deciding, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. And I feel like a lot of people maybe judge you a little bit or just think you're kind of weird or like, who are you to start a podcast? You kind of get a little bit of imposter syndrome. And I definitely thought that as well. Like, who am I to be starting this podcast? And who do I think I am? And is anybody actually going to care what I have to say? Does anybody actually want to listen to me talk for 30 minutes every day or whatever? And, you know, I had to really get over some of those humps and like be confident in what I was doing and that it was going to provide value. And so far, I've been so happy with the results. This thing has like taken off way more than I thought it would, a lot faster than I thought it would. So I've been so stoked about that. And I'm just so grateful for all of you guys for listening and tuning into the show every single week. It seriously means so much to me. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a huge learning curve for me. And I have big plans for this show in the future. I definitely want to have more guests on the show. So as much as I love talking to you guys myself, I know that episodes of other podcasts where there's guests that bring value, I think are really good too. So um, I want to try to get guests on this show more often. So I can be serving you guys in so many different ways. And if you guys have uh, show requests, or if you have anybody that you want to be a guest on the show, then you can definitely recommend people. You can either shoot me a DM on Instagram, you can join the Facebook group and send me a message or make a post on there. You could also go to the podcast website, which is Sarah slash branded cowgirl podcast, and on that is there's a actually a contact form form that you could fill out um, and recommend somebody to be a guest on the show. I think that's pretty much all the basics of what I did to start this podcast. Like I said, it's pretty, it's a little complicated and intimidating in the beginning, but once you get the hang of it, it's really not that bad. It's actually pretty simple. Recording the shows and editing them is what just takes the most time if you're going to do it all yourself. But if you have an editor, then this really doesn't take that long. And it's really fun. I have a, I've actually really enjoy this. I have a good time doing it. And so I hope you guys do too. If you guys have any other questions about how I did this or questions about creating a podcast, then make sure to join the Facebook group Brandon Cowgirl Podcast on Facebook because you can ask me all your questions there and it's an awesome little community and I would love to have you join us. So do that. Uh, Other than that, I think that's all I got for you guys today. So I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to Sarah Lrodblog.com/slash Branded Cowgirl Podcast. That's Sarah Elrod Blog dot com slash Branded Cowgirl Podcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.